the Modern Black Man Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Modern Black Man Podcast. Today, I'm joined by a, an elite guest, um, Curtis ENT. Let me give you a little background story. Um, he got his start in the music business working with MusicNotch.com based out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. He ran the Twitter account for custom promos and MusicNotch.com in 2012. While working with MusicNotch, he began working concurrently with media coordinator from Trap also out of Philadelphia. And in this role, he set up shows, edited videos, scouted venues, recruited battle artists, found radio shows to broadcast battles, and helped the Trap House get signed by world-renowned battle league Smack TV, Smack Earl, um, he is a part of Post, Post Mixtapes and is the producer on the track Fade on Music's Most Wanted Volume 2. That's DJ Casper Binks, which has over half a million downloads and views. He also has branched off into radio with his own radio show called Behind the Scene Radio on Sunday and Thursday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central. He's uh, had amazing guests like Alyssa Gabriel, Riza Islam, Jay Griffey, Asa Barnes, Richie Evans, Wazer, The Great, uh, Max Groove, and other underground and mainstream artists. Last but not least, he's also a music producer himself. He's worked with artists from all over the country, including Dope Ass Music, Bugs Bazaar, Freddie B, Money G, uh, It's Ruffer Baby, Coldplay, Woo, Young Gage, and many, many more. Uh, I think Chubby just Elvis yeah, off the track with this guy. Um, he is on point, blog talk radio. Uh, dot com slash behind the scenes on Curtis um, ENT man I appreciate you uh, that's right taking the time that's right yo thank you thank you very much man I appreciate you uh, bringing me on to your show man bro we um we're talking before the show and um, I I shared with Curtis that uh, I'm from KC um, I went to school in KC. Um, I was born in St. Shit Louis. Out of me. Born in St. Louis. <laughs> I love St. Louis. I claim St. Louis to the end, but um, I went to school in KC, man. Um, <laughs> where'd you go to high school? So I went to uh, Northeast High School. Okay. Uh, yeah, I went to Northeast High School. I didn't graduate, but I did go. I did did go ninth, tenth, ninth and tenth grade. That's what's happening. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Uh, I'm in the north. And then, and and then uh, I went to uh, Blenheim Elementary. I went to Pinkerton Elementary, and I went to Paul Robeson. Paul Robeson Middle School. Yeah, man, I went to I went to school on the north side too. Um, I went to Oak Park. Okay. Yeah, not um, I, I know a little bit. So your football squad, what teams did y'all play? Exactly, I played football. <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't no starter. Um, uh, I remember my senior year. You, I know you heard of Tony Temple. Uh, I was a lineman. I was Tony a guard. Temple, yeah. He was a running back. Um, <laughs> he, he, he obliterated me, bro. Like it was. Uh, he, he was just young and fast. <laughs> And I like I, I only move uh-huh. I had was body, so I just you know I thought I was gonna outweigh him, but uh, nah, he he made it to the league. Like uh, I I learned then that if if I wanted to do anything with football, I probably would have to um, really dedicate a lot more of myself to it. So um, that was 
that was I think the end of my career. I played uh he was at Rockhurst. It was like Amber, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, and 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 that was when I just, you know, I, I threw myself into things I uh, would actually letter at um exclusively. Mm-hmm. Um I lettered the last three years of high school, um multiple times uh in nerd activities. So I, I, I held it down on, on that tip. My athletic career. I um I, I was on track uh all four years. Okay. I did football three years. Um and I mean no, definitely definitely was not a starter. I was just kinda on the team. Um I know when I got to college, I hung up all the extracurricular stuff, but I wanted to just talk about the town because, I mean, KC is a unique yeah. place unlike um, yeah. any other. Um, it's 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 the ultimate hometown, and I love that about KC. Um, yeah. It's just, I, you know, I, I, I go all over the world, and it's, it's always that quintessential town. And it's just, I, I love Missouri. Because it's just a bunch of little towns. Yeah. Yeah, I have to agree with that. Because um, now that I live in Philadelphia, uh, Kansas City is just like Philadelphia, except Philadelphia is just bigger. That's the only thing. But um, I haven't lived in Kansas City in almost 13 years. Oh, wow. You've been. been. When I'm. Yeah, when I moved from Kansas City, they had just built the dome downtown mm-hmm. where they have the because uh, because the they just fixed up they fixed up them. Yeah, that was the, the year they were supposed to be getting the magic, yeah. and they ended up not getting the magic, but they had built the dome. Yeah, and and I got out of jail, and the day I got out of jail, they had opened it up, and then like a week later, I moved. That's cool. You made it work. <laughs> a week no, later, you made it work, bro. Like the the big thing is leaving the town and staying where you go. Yeah. Because everybody leave, but everybody yeah. Back. So that's that's part of my yeah. town theory. It's like it's something that brings you back, and I just want to come back. I I like coming back on my own terms. Thought about coming. Yeah, back. yeah. I mean. I mean, I still got family there. My my oldest son, Logan, lived there. My mom, all my family, my uncle, my dad, every, my whole family lived here. My sisters and everything. It's just that I moved. I feel like uh, I'm. I'm gonna just be honest, man. When I lived in Kansas City, because I left a couple different times, and for some reason I kept on getting pulled back. Um, I'm gonna be honest about my town. I love my hometown. I ain't gonna lie. I love it. But it feels like a cloud of death is over Kansas City. I'm not going. I don't know why. I don't I, because it's so much talent in Kansas City, yo. Like so much talent. It's so many talented artists in Kansas City. But it's like the crabs in the burrow, man. Like I ain't gonna. I'm, I'm, I'm be real with it. it and then everybody want to sound like Rich the Factor and Money G. Yeah. No one wants to. No one wants to have their own sound. And I've reached out to a lot of artists, and I've had artists on my show from Kansas City. Uh, and uh, well, the artists that I've had on the show all had different sound of music. But then I also have artists that just send music in. 
And nine times out of ten, when the artists just send me music in, it sound like from well, when they send it from Kansas City. I'm I'm just be honest. When they send it from Kansas City, I always get into the art. I always get into it with the artists from Kansas City because I'd be like, "Yo, can you like try to sound like somebody else or try to sound like yourself?" And they always get mad at me. I don't know why, well, but they always sound. ain't nothing wrong with sounding like this. Yeah, it's a regional. It's a regional well, nothing's wrong with that. Yeah, yeah nothing's wrong with that. It but needs to be changed. They need a new culture. It all sound the same. Yeah, they need a new culture. Yeah, it just all sound the same. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, because get, you got to remember, Kansas City's right in the middle. But the crowd, so the we get probably. everybody's music. They got to get behind somebody. They got to find somebody work like because Tech Nine. isn't he a KC artist? But no one well, tries to be like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Well, Tech Nine is like the hottest. Well, he he's the one that's made it the farthest. Like you for real, Tech Nine is like the hottest underground artist of all time. He he's the he's he's made the most money out of all underground artists because he made on the Forbes, the Forbes list for the of the um the most yeah, the most he he got he gets paid more than well hold on let me get it right at one point in time. He was making as much as Jay Z was making for a concert for an appearance. Because mm -hmm. he he went at one point in time when he was artists is really getting the money. You get a you know a, a following and you can travel the world. Oh yeah, sell out every night. Like yeah, you gonna make bread, bread. Yeah, for sure. And he's a lot of hype. he's a hype uh, artist, high energy. Go here. No, nah, is he a hype artist? He a high energy. Oh artist? yeah. Oh yeah, Tech Nine been around since like late late eighties, like eighty seven, eighty eight. Like he's been around for a minute. I like Tech Nine. Like I remember when Tech Nine was with the Fifty Seven Street Road Dogs, yeah, yeah, and RDV, yeah, yeah the Road Dogs. Yeah, I, I like. Let's RDV. get fucked up. Let's get high. Yeah, let's, let's get, get drunk. drunk. Let's get <laughs> fucked up. We got that weed. It ain't no punk. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm a real. I'm really from Kansas City. Like I remember before they put the highway. In. You know what I mean? I remember uh, Soul Park. I remember before the zoo was the, zoo, the what it is now. You know what I mean? Or uh, Worlds of Fun. You know what I mean? If you're not from Kansas City, you don't know what, what Worlds of Fun is. You know what I mean? Or or the Landon Mall or Bannister Mall. or You know what I mean? War Parkway. That's we used to take you know, those are school. That's who that that was the spot, you know. We we would go um from our side of town and hit hit well, the landing. Yeah, yeah, the landing mall sixty third, sixty third in truce. Yeah. Uh I used to actually work a in Hero Pennies. I used to work I worked for Hero Pennies for like two years and and I still haven't found a men's clothing store that is like Hero Pennies yet. I still and I travel all over the United States. I still have not you know what? It's one store that I that I went into that was kind of something like Hero Pinners, but it it, it is nowhere it's, close it's, because it's like the it. type of hats and the yeah. stuff that they had. Yeah, it's this boutique's like it, but it ain't nothing like it. Like it's one of a kind, and I mean they yeah. got them in Virginia. I've, I've been to yeah. in Virginia. Um, it's just it's that iconic KC lifestyle. And I mean the land all Harold suits, um, Gates Barbecue. Um, I mean, man, just just the go chicken go right, just just the 
Casey stuff that we do, like, and and, and it's all, yeah, it's it's all town stuff, uh, like uh, Swope Park, going to Swope Park on Sundays, um, yeah, just on Sundays, yeah, mm-hmm. just all that. Now that I'm older, now I can get in sixty nine oh two or <laughs> Epicurean, you know what I mean, Phase Two. Man. <laughs> Even though I've I've, I've been in uh oh they got a phase three now and it's see I'll but the see now that I'm older if I was to move back to KC I wouldn't go to none of the clubs because I know what's up I know what it is to go in the club I wouldn't too many people get shot in the club yeah. at least when I was living there and I'm pretty sure it got worse yeah it's always pretty sure it was crazy when I was living people back home because I've lived all over the city. St. Louis and KC was murder capitals through the whole nineties, and what DC and Chicago took. Oh yeah, thousand. Oh yeah, it's, it's oh yeah. A lot of people don't know that. A lot of people sleep. I mean, and it's nothing to boast about. It's, it's nothing not to boast about that your city is, is the murder capital. But niggas be talking that tough shit. I be like, yeah, Philly. Yeah, it go down in Philly, but y'all don't got gangs. Like y'all don't got crips and bloods and shit. Y'all can walk down the street and it's cool. Like where I'm from, we got gangs. Like in, in some areas, like if you was to go like 12th Street, like Dime Block, certain the, the areas, you you're not going down. You're not. Yeah. 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 The Twomp. So down in Rich the Factor Land, you know what I mean? Or fit the 50s. Like I remember back in the day, like the 50s over by Purcell High School. That shit was crazy over there. Or or over on the fifties over by uh Satchel Page Satchel Page Park over by um what is that the south um what is that called the uh something comprehension center the comprehension Soul Park Comprehension Center I know they changed all that over there they that's a whole like they they remodeled all that over by Satchel Page but yeah like it was just crazy like and then I'm from South. Southside Posse, and I know you know about Southside Posse, Money G, the Ghost Rider. Like Southside is crazy too. Like it's it, and, or even Grandview. You going to Grandview? Like I used to. My sister uh, live in Ruskin Heights. Yeah. You know what I mean? I used to be in Ruskin Heights all the time, or just Grandview Square. I can't remember the name of the one project. It's like the last project right before you leave out of Grandview. <laughs> It's like on 119th Street or something like that. 120th. It's on the uh when you when like say for instance you coming towards like you're going yeah you you going into Grandview. It's the projects on the on the right hand side, but it's almost the last project on the left in Grandview. I can't think of the name of it. As you come in on the right hand side on the right hand side. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't know. I don't know. If, I think that's it's uh, like it because. But on the left side now they got a nice upgrade. They didn't built up. They trying to be a city. They just they got a lot of building to do. Yeah, Grandview always been like they own little, they own little, you know, uh, town or even rates because you know Raytown. My uh my 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 grandmother and my uh my uncles. Some of my family, they live in Raytown. Raytown, a nice little town too. It well was. It was racist as shit. I know that the police would pull you over at a, after a certain time if you was black. I do know that about Raytown because my my dad, my uncles, they all graduated from Ray South. And my grandma, she lived uh, like the right. TV show, Mama's Family. 
Mama's family. Mama's family. Is it Carol Burnett? It was mm-hmm. in Raytown. They was in Raytown. It was some. It, uh, it was set in Raytown. Yeah, it was a white. Well, all with Carrie Burnett. Carrie, I, I now that name sounds familiar. Karen Burnett. Yeah, Karen Burnett. That that name sounds real fun. She dead now, isn't she? Isn't but she, she real famous. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Karen Burnett. Carol Burnett. Carol Burnett. Yeah. That's a throwback. Yeah, I remember that. I, 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 not, bonus points for that one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah Raytown is, but, is uh it's it, it kind of turned into a melting pot a little bit like it got diverse but you know what it is it's Raytown Missouri you know they gonna right. hit you after the right <laughs> Dairy Queen Dairy Queen and what was the fucking uh it was right next to Walt High V High V used to be my store yeah I, I, I miss High V though that's the jump on yeah me. And price and, and price choppers on sixty third. You know what I mean? Was it Nieces on sixty third at that by that price shop? Yeah, they. My uncle uh shot his movie and parts of his movie in in Nieces. I remember before it before it was Nieces, it was uh I think it was Denny's or something like that. It was Denny's or like IHOP or something like that before it was Denny's. And then across the street from Nisi, it used to be a movie theater there mm. across the street. And then it was the gas station. Then right behind oh, the movie station, right, yeah. And then behind the uh, the movie theater was a, a, a juke joint, a club, but it was called a juke joint. I remember. And then across that was the highway. And across that. From there was the outside of uh, the drive-in back in the day, but they caught, but they, but then they turned it into a, um, what is that? Where you can like sell your, uh, sell stuff like on Sundays you can go there and sell stuff. I can't, uh, swap mark, swap, swap, swap. Yeah, what? Yeah, you, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Swap meet. Yeah. Yeah, right there on CD Third at the old. Uh, Drive-in. I don't even know if they drive-in still there. <laughs> Replace, huh? I say everybody want to. Everybody from KC want to be from Oakland so bad. Replace everything. With- <laughs> <laughs> What's so crazy though is a lot of people from Cali move to yeah. to KC. Yeah. A lot of the artists love coming to Kansas City because it reminds them. I remember Mac Dre used to be there all the time. Looney Colleon, I used to see Looney Colleon all the time and banish them all. Fucking Sebo, Brother Lynch come there all the time. Fucking uh, a lot of artists used to be in well, KC you know, all the time. Mac Dre and his whole, uh, his whole crew. Genuine. I remember seeing him all the time. He married Soleil. Yeah, Soleil. Yeah, so yeah, so Soleil. I'm I'm related to Soleil. She like my second and third cousin, yo. We uh w- actually went to her wedding when she got married to Genuine. Uh, Genuine a little soft though. He he, he a little feminine. He a little. He got a little he's sugar in his tank, dude. yo. <laughs> yeah, he real sensitive though. I thought I was just that nigga sensitive for real. Those little player tips, you know. Uh, you know, talking about women and junk, but uh, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember. All your little girlfriends that met Genuine always wanted to talk about how you know where they've seen them and 
uh, all that whatnot. Who else was in KC? Tech Nine. He was married to that Asian mm-hmm. chick. He lived in Lee Summit. When I, last I knew anything. Yeah, yeah. He still got a. He still got a house, and he ain't going nowhere. He the king in Kansas City, yo. It's the Kansas City King. Hey, yo, I love that damn song too. That was my shit too. Kansas City King, look that up on YouTube. I think that's one of one of Tech Nine's hottest song is Kansas City King. Questions. I mean, what's, what's uh? What I don't know. He got a lot of hot songs. Seen in KC because try to support it. I don't. I don't know because I don't live there. So I'ma always support my hometown and whatever go on in my hometown. I'm I'm down to support it, but I don't live in Kansas City no more. I always give a helping hand. I'm always, you know what I'm saying? I'm always available to give interviews to artists in Kansas City and get them a, a spotlight because you got to get out of Kansas City. A lot of artists feel like, you know, as long as Kansas City support them, that's it. But like, nah, you got to get out of Kansas City. That's any artist in any city. You can't just think that you're going to make it if your city it's cool with you. You got to go everywhere. You got to go to every little city, every little town, every little hood, and let everybody know who you is to become. I don't know how uh, people in your town don't like you. If you want to become mainstream. For your town. I've never understood that. Um, uh, uh, well, everybody, I mean, it's going to always be, be people that don't like you. As long as some of the people support you in your own town. You can make it. You don't have, I mean, but to become a major, yeah, you'd have to get a lot of support from your hometown to become a major artist. But to stay underground, because you can be underground and still be major, though. Like, a lot of people don't understand that. Like, a lot of artists that you see that's major is really underground. They just got a distribution deal. They not going to take a full Mm -hmm. deal. They just got they they make their own music. They they produce their own music. All they need is for the major Sony's and you know what I'm saying, those companies is to just sense. put the music out there for them. Yeah. Anybody that get a 360 or anything else, all you need is a distribution deal. You don't need a, a 360 or nothing else like that. Marketing. You, you already that. selling your soul, but you really yeah. selling your soul then. Selling 30% is all I need, and, and that's too much for me. I'd be working my whole career to bring that down to 17. <laughs> uh, right. I mean, if you do it like Master P, you don't need Master nothing. Yeah. They, don't, you don't, they don't get nothing. And Master P, but it's different, though. The game is different. It ain't like how it used to be, though. You know what I mean? When you was in the back trunk of your car, you had CDs. We don't listen to CDs no more. It's all digital now, so it's a little harder because there's so many people doing it. You feel It's so saturated with I so mean, many different title, artists. Right? And title. To who? You talking about uh, Jay-Z's... You said platform yes. that he has. No, you said, "Do I listen to title?" It's t- are you talking about no. Jay Z? I just asked if you listen to Network. All right. No, that's, that's why it, uh, there is no infrastructure that we own. Jay Z is the closest that we get, and we don't support that business. Um, we are definitely going to record another show about my theory. But I think that if all black people came together and we created our own country, um, 
we would be successful and part of that cooperation Ooh. is uh, the theory uh, we just covered just now the fact that uh we're not included in the market in any way um passively or actively we don't own a streaming company uh nor do we uh, in large numbers support them and and it just is what it is uh I, that's a huge point that i, I told you i'll dedicate yeah. the show to that but um yeah, man, we like Master P did it. It's different now. Why has I? I'm surprised he didn't come into the space before Jay did, and Jay's trying to hold on to that space, but it's not the same as Apple, is it? Mm, no, I think that honestly, uh, I feel like we should come together and make our own music distributing company just for Black people. I don't think that it'll ever happen because it's too many coon ass niggas. I'm just be honest with you. I don't think that it's. I don't because first of all, black people don't support each other yeah. enough. And then when you start getting a whole bunch of white people, then you're gonna be then people are gonna be like, well, it ain't well, it ain't black owned and black ran or whatever. Well, y'all niggas didn't want to help, so you know, I got some I people that was gonna that support as well. I mean, I um, I used to have a limited faith in us, but. I am. Mm-hmm. Black people are excellent, and I, I, I really believe that yeah. in our appropriate situation, something that we are in control of, which is so unlike anything that we have experienced as a culture or a people, uh, historically or spiritually, mm-hmm. uh, would 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 be earth changing. Uh, and we are just talking about uh, what I hate the term African American. But we're just talking about American Africans. Uh, I think we also talked about another show on this, so I'm not going to go deep. Uh, but if we came together and we showcased our excellence, um, we would we would be able to acquire more than one percent of wealth in one generation, guaranteed. That's more than the the white oh, yeah. people of this nation have been able to do and control for 300 years. I'm not. A- that oh I'm yeah just saying that we leave a lot on the table we have habits and behaviors that are detrimental to our own uh, betterment and success um because we do not trust one another have you had a relationship with with, with, with uh, uh, a sister someone who should know you and felt so obscured from that person, oppositional or competitive unnecessarily with that person because the culture dictates this, not because of uh, kinship, not because of um, our, where our spirits uh, truly should and do dwell, but I'll leave that for uh, another topic. Uh, hometown um, <laughs> and I want to catch some more good vibes. I know one of my favorite things uh, right. to do at home is to go to a game like uh, Chiefs game or something Sunday, Royals Royal. game, and uh, get some yeah. gates, man, with some with some high fries, yeah. some ribs, some pot fries, a beef on bun, and a cold man. <laughs> or or that man usually. And when I would go to uh to gates, I would get burnt ends. That was my mm-hmm. favorite burnt ends. Yeah, and Extra uh, I've been to a couple. Extra, yeah, you got to get the extra sauce, or you got to go to Go Chicken Go with the a half and half, half and livers <laughs> with the sauce 
You got to get the sauce, though, the red sauce. Without that sauce, it just don't. Yeah. Without that sauce, it just don't taste right. You know, it just, it just ain't this. I'll try to do it at, I'll try to do it at home. Like, man, I've shown up on some, some watching callers and I try to do it here. It just don't, it don't taste the same. Without that sauce, yo, it's something about the the sauce. And I don't, I'm not a a, a big gizzle eater. Uh, but I will eat some gizzles with some mm-hmm. G sauce, some hot sauce and some G sauce is nice. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But it just don't taste the same though. Or some uh, what's what's the yeah, ice cream? Belfont. No, I I, I, I ice cream. Tell, there ain't no black people in commercials, man. And black people love their ice cream. This is this is a tragedy. Tragedy. Yeah, we support it. We need if we want it to change, we got to change. If we want it to change, we got to change. And I and I I just I can't voice my displeasure enough with 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 your misrepresenting in uh, advertisement. Your non-inclusive commercial have got to stop. If anyone uh, that has an affinity for this delicious (laughs) and then make change, this mouth of effort starts. Just bring this to the attention. Yeah, we have to. Yeah, we have to. We it should be done like that. Hold on, just for a second. Coming to get my blunts. My blunts. Need a blunt shell. I got. I think I got one left. All right, go ahead. My fault. I'm sorry. Uh, go ahead. But you know, uh, I miss it. But I'm glad I'm somewhere else. It's just it's so I, I got to keep my hustle yeah. up and I keep keep my vision up. Um, I know that this year has been uh, a blessing. It's been um, a lot of uh, first, a lot of experiences. Yeah, up and down. Man, you know how you learn from. You see a common denominator. Um, I don't want to talk about relationships, but. Um, I know I definitely have um, a calling, and I'm thankful that I'm able to um, answer uh, the call. So, you know, life is good, man. Life is good. With all that being said, you got half a hole. You got a half a blunt. What do you mean? No, I thought I had blunt wraps, but I ran out. I'm pissed now. But I thought I, I got some. Remember, I got some this morning. Or was that last night? Yeah, I got some last night. I don't got no more. I'm pissed. <laughs> I'm I'll be hating that. Yeah, I really do. Well, you know, I, I roll. Uh, I roll uh, joints too. If I got joint paper, as a matter of fact, that's what I'm about to go get some joint paper from my old head upstairs. If I can't roll blunts, oh shit! If I can't roll blunts, then I roll papers. And even sometimes, even when I got blunts, I still roll papers because when you roll, um, when you roll blunts all the time, you gotta have a whole bunch of weed. You know what I mean? When you roll papers, you just have a, you just need just a couple, a little bit of weed, and and you're gonna get high as sometimes as high if you roll just um joints. Knock knock. 
Can I get a couple papers from you, Joe? Can I get a couple papers from you? I uh, found out this thing. Okay. And I can't deflate it. I'll I'll do it for you, Joe. This is one of my uh one of my clients that I have. I have so many different types of hustles. I just need to uh, message. I'm not going to edit this out, so you're going to have to uh, sit through Brahman going to the fifth floor, getting what he needs. The beauty of this show is that this is real people in real lives. You know, hustling to make it is just a, a, a part of making it. Whether it's aspirational or inspirational, it's um, very much what it is. I might have to end the interview with the homies, so you know where to find me on Twitter. What Man, I was about to sign off from the show because I got worried about you. <laughs> what happened? I don't know what happened. The audio cut off on your side. Hopefully it picked up what I said, but I was just segueing to um, uh, social media handles uh, and, uh, you know, the, the, the point of the show. I was talking about how, um, you know, it's all about real life. I told you, like, the show is where it just, it's honesty, you know, the truth. Um, yeah. So, I mean, part of making it is just, you know, a hustling to make them ends meet, trying to, you know, trying to, trying yeah. to do all, all, all great things. Yeah, we all are, man. We all, um, Hustle. We all should hustle. We should all hustle in more than one way, um, and and try to do more than just one thing. Uh, any millionaire has when they're asleep, they have more than four incomes at the same time. Right. A millionaire got more. Well, seven. They seven said seven. I mean, we're we supposed to have so many that are passive. Absolutely. Yeah. And a lot of our people, we don't think about that. We don't think about our future. We don't think about our grandkids. We just think about today. I'm not thinking about today. I think that's I'm a, thinking a, about a, a cultural thing where we're fear-induced response, where we look down on people that, like, there's a scarcity if they're doing multiple things and they're not making, uh, you know, massive money. It's important to trend in, for me in many endeavors because I'm sharpening up my skills. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that there mm-hmm. are a lot of things that I certainly could be better at, but I enjoy um, not, having the prof- not having the pressure of being the professional. If it's not incumbent on me to be the professional in the room, I think that gives me a lot of um, mm-hmm. latitude. If nothing else, it undermines me in, in the fact that I don't have credibility if, if it's assumed that I am not the professional, right? So right. I just I just look at all things like that, like the show. I know there's a lot of things I could be doing a little bit better, um, and I'm, I'm going to get it on point, but I enjoy the, the rawness of the show. 
I, I, I love that. Right. And I, I want people to, you know, be able to take part in something that they can probably believe is real and organic. And, you know, there's no, there's no scripting. There's no um, anything, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. People want to be a, a a part of something that they know is real. They may act like they don't, but they do. When people want to be a part of, they want to be loved and liked and accepted for who they are. And but the crazy thing is, if you show, sometimes if you show people who you really are, they yeah. don't like you for who you are. They don't want yes. to accept it. And it's tragic when you can't be accepted. Uh, I think that's where people get lost. Um, I, you know, I'm starting to build an instinct in myself now where I see that when I'm, you know, rejected and not accepted, I have a bad, I have lots of bad habits, but one of my bad habits is uh, indulging people, um, uh, validating, uh, you know, their incorrect fears. And that's, that's not a kind thing to do. Um, other people are wrong right. to make those assumptions. That's that's where it needs to stop. To indulge them uh, is, you know, it, it, it is wrong because that only keeps them in a small line. And that that's probably what my intention was. Uh, and that's not fair. That's not fair. Right. Well, at least as a grown ass man, you're 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 a man enough to at least admit you're wrong. And that's where you start to grow is when you realize I made a mistake. I'm fucking up. Let me change. Until you do that, you're not becoming a man. You're not growing up and becoming who you should be. So that just tells you right there that you're growing into who you need to become because you man enough to say, yo, listen, I'm fucking up and this is what I need to change. Yeah. And I mean, God is good, man. I'm just, uh, I'm thankful for every day. Um, I'm grateful that I can have these conversations. Uh, you know, just looking back at good times in KC, um, I, 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 I love it. I love it. Um, I would, I would like to raise a family uh, in a town like that, but We'll see uh, what, what, what's next for me in this uh, in, in this journey. Did you want to hit him with any uh, social medias before we sign off? Uh, you can check me out on uh, uh, Instagram at b h i n d t h e s c e n underscore radio. That's behind the scene radio. Uh, Facebook Curtis Lee. I got two pages on Facebook, but the the page that I'm usually all all my almost always on, I got uh, I have uh, five almost five thousand. Uh, and also check out the behind the scenes page on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, any everything. Google it. Google behind the scenes radio. That's what Look, I do. Uh, Curtis Lee uh, has uh, some real deep, uh, um, thought-provoking uh, posts uh, on, on Facebook. So Ooh. if you run across, Man, you know, just digest those thoughts because um, a lot of them are, are, are rich and lingering. Uh, he keeps my, uh, you know, my mind sharp uh, with a lot of things. 
Uh, I know we had really interesting conversations uh, about a lot of a lot of things. I wanted to just kind of, you know, yeah. talk about the hometown for a minute because um, it's changed. Casey, to me, went from being a little, you know, cow town to um, how to be a Never been a cow town to being uh, what Super Bowl champs, you know, like. I think that's going to change things. I remember the Royals one that changed things. Um, they're really trying to, you know, modernize uh, the country, and it's 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 crazy. But if you want to catch me on social media, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Chubby Idris Elba. Till the next episode. Peace. The Modern Black Man Podcast.